Welcome everybody to Leadership Loudon Podcast, talking about the experience. Today we have joining us representatives from the class of 2017, which is officially the best class ever, if I should just put that out there. My name uh, is Kendra uh, uh. Harvey, and I serve as the current program coordinator. Lucy Coronasario, class of 2019, that's truly the best class ever. Leadership Loudon. <laughs> Tanisha Cox, um, from the, um, definitely the best class ever, the most resilient class ever, the phenomenal class ever, the class none other than 2020. Yes, and our host that brought you in, Mr. Grant Schaefer, class of 2020, could not have said it better myself. Thank you, Tanisha. I know that's right. <laughs> well, we're going to get it started here and talk about um, what is the Leadership Loudon experience like? So um, to my crew that's here with me today, uh, I want to ask you just a couple of quick questions about your experience and kind of dispel some myths. So one thing that I've heard people talk about um, in terms of Leadership Loudon is that it's just a networking group or organization. Would you agree with that or how would you describe the experience? I would say it's not it's not that at all. There's a whole lot more to leadership loud than just networking or talking to one another. Um, it's really about getting out of your comfort zone in terms of leadership. It it uh, really uh, turns leadership on its side in terms of what, what does it mean to you as a leader? How are you a leader currently in Loudon right now? And how do you want to be a leader? Not only in your business or organization or agency that you're in, but in all of Loudoun County, how can you be involved? How can you do more than what you're currently doing? So that's a little bit of how it's more than just networking. And to that point, I would add that it takes you out of yourself. We're so driven trying to perform or trying to climb the ladder, as we say, but it turns you into focusing into your community, into the needs of your community, and how can you make a difference? Yeah, I like that. I mean, they they both said it best. Um, you know, definitely gives you the skills that you already have and puts it on steroids. You know, you have all a variety of people in the room with you um, that you can learn and grow from. And from that one, you develop in your own leadership. You become a leader. Uh, a, a stronger leader in the organization in which you work. You grow in your service in the county in which you want to live, grow, and play. Um, all those things that Grant and Lucy mentioned, that's what Leadership Loudon does. So Tanisha, you mentioned something about the people that are in the room. Let's talk a little bit about the people that are in the room. So in the beginning, when Leadership Loudon was first founded in 1991, the majority of the people in the room were Loudon County government employees. Um, over the years, it shifted from being a program that was centered around Loudoun County government employees to a part of the Loudoun County Chamber of Commerce. And when it was a part of the chamber, you saw a lot more corporate. Um, in my opinion, I see a hybrid mix of both. Some classes have more county government employees. Some classes have more private sector employees. Who do you think is best suited to be in the room? Who do you think belongs in Leadership Loud? Who's it for? It's for all of that. You know, it's for the new leaders, for the seasoned leaders, for the leaders in government, it's for the leaders in nonprofit, it's for the leaders who start their own business. I think we all come with different skills and experiences, so we all should be in the room and we all benefit from those conversations. 
And that's how we move our county forward. Our county doesn't move forward with the private sector alone or with the government alone. Is when we all come together and all of these great ideas and great minds and putting the resources together that has made loud and distinguished itself the way it has. And then what makes Leadership Loud unique is that the combination that we just described means that you will walk away having known people and worked with people who you would not have probably ever met. And mm -hmm. I'll speak for myself. I would not have met some of these people who are leaders, but they're also just they're also people. And, and what I'm able to learn from them um, is because of the diversity of the class. I'm so glad you said that word, the big D word, right? So <laughs> diversity, equity, inclusion, it seems like this cloud that's following us. Um, let's talk about the diversity represented in Loudoun County because diversity and inclusion is one of the core values of the organization. What would you say the representation in the room is like in not just each cohort, but in the organization as a whole? What have you seen? Talk to me about that. I'm excited to see the diversity, not just in the class, but in the board too. Also seeing male and female, we talk about diversity and we think of race, mm -hmm. but we also have to think of our traditional male roles and female roles and how people view that of women being on board and men feeling comfortable with that and vice versa, right? I love that we all come in and see each other as human beings and respect each other's opinions and nobody's uncomfortable and we're all open to hear different perspectives. And I think that makes leadership loud and unique. I personally love the fact that when you look at our alumni roster, you see ethnicities and cultures that look like the county that we live in. You see people of differing abilities, which is an absolutely beautiful thing. Um, you see all different ages, all different races, all different socioeconomic status, professional education levels. I mean, it is so different. People who grew up in rural environments, people who grew up in urban environments, it's just a beautiful, beautiful mixture of people and personality and experiences that make this a well-rounded um, program to be a part of. I, I would add that my one of my classmates in the class of 2020 continues to say that if it wasn't for his leadership Loudon class, he would not have been exposed to some of the the topics and issues that face Loudon that are Loudoners that maybe he does not face, but other people do. So one, for example, would be homelessness. And then and then when you're looking, you know, we had multiple people who who deal and, and fight homelessness every day in our class. And then if you look at the class of 2021, you have some major areas of um, of, of work in, in Loudon that is represented in terms of the nonprofit sector and causes. So you have literacy. You have again, you have homelessness um, and, and, and those are just 2 examples of, of areas that people are exposed to in the class that they may not have been exposed to otherwise. And that is also another definition of diversity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 1 thing that I is that, um, you know, diversity is being invited to come to the dance. Whereas inclusion is actually being asked dance while you're there mm -hmm. and leadership loud gets that right there's an opportunity for everyone you know no one feels to dance um, absolutely as if, 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 if,
own perfect roads, the one that matters. You know, we all matter. There's a place for us all, which is beautiful. So I want to throw a quote out there. This is a quote that um, was said. I want to I want to take it back to class of 2019 because I do believe that it was mentioned during the opening retreat by our very own Chair Phyllis Randall, um, where she made the comment that um, if service is beneath you, then leadership is beyond you. And that really stuck out to us all so much so that we actually added it to our website. What are your thoughts on that quote? If service is beneath you, then leadership is beyond you. I think right away, leaders are not afraid to step in and do what needs to be done. If I think that because I'm the boss or I'm in charge or I'm the CEO and I cannot pick up that piece of paper or I cannot help that employee or because that's not part of my role, I'm not a true leader. A true leader goes where they need to go in order to make a difference. Mm -hmm. Love that. It's something about doing the work. You know, you could sit behind your desk and have people come and share what their experiences are, but there is something about getting out there on the ground, getting your hands, feet, fingers, toes, and nails dirty. You know what I mean? There's something about that feeling in between your toes and your fingers. Like this, the experience is no longer someone else's, it's yours. And you can now make decisions based on that because you felt it. You know what I mean? Like, so that's what that, that's what I think that that means. Love it. I think it's directly reflected by the mission of Leadership Loudon in that we focus on ourselves, we focus on our, our, our careers and our, and, and, and our work that brings us to the program, and then we focus on the community. And so the Leadership Loudon always encompasses <laughs> some sort of service component. So whether it's a day, engaging alumni, um, you know, benefiting um, the community monetarily in different nonprofits, you know, or people going on to serve on multiple boards of nonprofits, it is really all about service. So I think it goes right hand hand in hand with Chair Randall's comment. And um, I'm glad it's on the website because it reflects who we are. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Great. Again, perfect segue, bro. Like you were killing it with these segues. So our um <laughs> he our he's like on it, man. He's not missing a moment to segue. Our foundational pillars are community impact leadership development, diversity and inclusion. We spoke a little bit about diversity and inclusion. Let's talk about community impact. How have the think tank projects with the program days personally impacted you? Whether it be the program, the, the project that you yourself worked on or listening into the presentations from your peers within your cohort. I personally, we, uh, we did the mental health and it's one thing to experience mental health issues within your family. It's such an isolating feeling. It's a different when you see it as it's a community issue, right? And what can I do to make an impact? And then to meet these leaders within the community that are fighting every day to make a difference for our members who are suffering or struggling with mental health issues, that our families don't feel isolated, that they have resources. That made an impact to me, I think, that it brought it from an internal or a private thing that is sometimes shameful to an openness and feeling an acceptance within my own community that lead that loud and cares. Mm -hmm. 
Love it. Um, so growing up in, you know, Brooklyn, New York, um, you know, you see areas of, um, lack of housing and inadequate housing and, um, homelessness runs, runs rampant, unfortunately, in the city. And, you know, when we first moved here to this area, it's like, oh, yeah, it's pretty cool to live in one of the wealthiest counties in the country, right? Not even realizing that those are issues that we, we face here. Um, and having that be front and center that in, you know, my class in particular, um, you know, we had one group that worked towards planning a fair that this county has never seen. You know what I mean? Like, so to think that that is an issue that rests in this county, but they never had a fair to address it, you know? And I think that is what impacted me the most that one, we were tackling a real, li a real life issue, but it was also an issue that people that live here didn't even realize existed. You know what I mean? Because clearly they didn't, if, if this was something that the county um, would, would have potentially seen for the first time. Um, and I think that that was like a, hmm, like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know how, how to really describe the feeling that I felt, you know, aside from, um, one, feeling proud that we recognize that it's an issue and wanted to, to tackle it. And two, feeling kind of embarrassed that it's an issue and it's, it's being tackled for the first time. You know what I mean? So I think it impacted me in both, you know, in both ways. And to that point too, you know, so my group had to address the transportation issue. Um, and also too, growing up in New York, you have like, it's, it really is like the city that never sleeps. And you're thinking about the issue with transportation and those very same people who have inadequate housing, you know, that they struggle to get to the resources in the community because of lack of transportation. They can't get to, they struggle to get to a job interview or, or a, a doctor's appointment or the sitter for childcare to get to the job interview. You know what I mean? Like in the richest county in the country, you know what I mean? Like how you know so i think about those things um but you know at the same time the fact that we have those real life things that impact real people that we're able to to discuss and think about viable solutions to those things like that's major and i think that's one of the best things um that i i in particular enjoyed about leadership Loudon. that we're not just talking about things that are fluff these are real issues that impact the county and our community and the people that live and work here. Um, and we're, you know, we're hopefully coming up with viable solutions to improve those things. Mm -hmm. It's all about quality of life. Absolutely. Mine would be um, actually my own think tank, which brought me from just reading about the on the academic side of opportunities and resources for those who have been incarcerated um, to actually meeting people who who have been incarcerated who are um, who are looking for other other opportunities and resources but then have made those those drives themselves so getting a chance to to not only work with an organization but meet an actual client um, really made me want to learn more about the organization and um, look into volunteering that's been a little bit delayed due to the pandemic but uh, that's something that's still of interest to me, and I know that we were able to bring that real world experience to 
our peers as well in the think tank module. Um, and so that was that was something that was really beneficial to to not only the group but to the class itself. And that was in the feedback that our my classmates gave me. Love that. Absolutely love that. So now I'm going to ask one last and final question of you all. When it comes to applications, you know, application deadline is um, the end of June. So June 30th is the last day to apply for the class of 2022. Um, the early bird special where you can save $500 off of your registration and your application fee um, should you get accepted, it's April 30th. So as people are preparing and questioning whether or not they should put in their application in the midst of the pandemic, I would like to ask you, how do you think Leadership Loudon is handling the restrictions of COVID-19? And would you still encourage someone to apply knowing that a portion of their program year is going to be hybrid? It's going to be online. Talk to me about that. First, um, I am very proud that our organization was able to translate in that distance learning or virtual environment, the full experience of Leadership Loudon. I am very proud of the safety precautions that we took when we came in person where people were safe to participate and engage. And it was just as exciting as it was, I think it was more exciting because people were coming into it and, and feeling like, oh my gosh, they created this whole experience still through the pandemic. I think it was more meaningful. I think that it's worth it. I know it is. I know that the investment, the quality, the experience will grow you and stretch you beyond you ever imagine. I would urge you to move now. Awesome. Well said, Lucy. I, I agree. Um, the the way that we've been able to do virtual um, when we needed to, and then in person safely, just like Lucy said, I would I'd recommend doing it. And it and please don't let that hinder your thoughts on on applying. Go for it, do it. We've we've adapted. Um, we're going to continue to adapt, and I, I believe that um, not just as a board member, but as an alumni too. They both said it best, you know, there are precautionary <laughs> measures in place. Um, we are still learning and growing. So don't walk, run, run and apply. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Tell well, them, Tanisha. I mean, from the past ever, 2017, I want to say that. Wait a minute. Debatable. <laughs> I don't like all nope. this animosity nope. that we're hearing amongst the group. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> right. I would just say that, you know, we did it. We had some pretty incredible people in our So, you know, it was just like not compare, but whatever. Um, <laughs> from the best ever to all of you who are On the fence who are thinking about the program, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to my amazing alum um, and fellow board members for joining me here um, for this. 
I am excited to get this thing up and published and to bring you more exciting content. We're going to be talking about all kinds of cool topics related to leadership, professional development, community engagement, and so much more. If you have ideas or suggestions for topics, please hit us up on our social media. Be sure you like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. Connect with us on LinkedIn. We invite you to be a part of our fold because we are a part of your community. As a matter of fact, you should become a part of ours. Thank you so much for your time. Have a wonderful afternoon.